Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. All right, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) We are back. It's Sunday morning, not Friday morning, but th- this is the Friday conversation with Sean and Steve. Just on Sunday, I wasn't able to uh, meet the obligation of our of our um, scheduled time simply due to other um, pressing. But you passed your test. Pressing priorities, but I passed my exam. Yes. Um, so step one on my way. Another two to go. But here we go. So that was um, that was great. But anyway, so I, I was just sharing with Steve now. Um, and Steve, I had this dream about three words: obsession, oppression, uh, um, obsession, suppression, and obs- um, and then oppression. So it's obsession. There's an obsession with the the luciferic agenda there's an obsession satan has this obsession to control right so to control um he said i will exalt my throne above the throne of god you know so um so he has this obsession to have power he has this obsession to control then the next step he has to step into the next phase he has to step into is then suppression to in fact suppress the voice of um, of the kingdom, so right. he will he will cut off the head of John the Baptist. He will crucify the Christ. He will, uh, you know, he will persecute the church. He will do whatever he can to suppress the voice. But then the next phase is oppression, is domination, and to have. To not dominate creation, but to not dominate people. That's right. when the, you know, is that oppression. And we know the kingdom of darkness is about oppression. It's the tyrannical rule of, of Satan to control, dominate, manipulate um, people into uh, compliance and total conformance, not voluntarily. Uh, right. So those are the three phases. But this morning I was just um, listening to some stuff and praying and, and the, the, Daniel chapter four came back to me again when, da, um, when, who was it? Nebuchadnezzar, I think it was, had this right. dream um, in Daniel four. Uh, yes. Um, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream and nobody can explain the dream to him. So he wants to like cut off everybody's head. <laughs> and, uh, and Daniel appeals to, to the king's god and says, "Hey, just give me some time, and um, um, I will interpret this dream." And so he, God gives him the reveals to him, and in verse thirty it says of chapter four, "But as for me, the secret has not been revealed to me because of my wisdom, that because my wisdom is greater than that of any other living man. But in order to make the interpretation known to the king, and so that." Um, you may understand fully the thoughts of your mind, he tells the king. And he says, um, the interpretation then, he tells him what the, what, the, um, 
what the interpretation is, verse 36, and then he says, he tells him about all these kingdoms that will arise after King, the King Nebuchadnezzar's um, kingdom. And then he says in verse 44, in the days of those kings, in other words, in the days of all these kingdoms that are trying to uh, oppress, suppress, and oppress, they will, he, um, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Right. Nor will its sovereignty be left for another people, but it will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms, and it will stand forever. Just as you saw that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it crushed the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has revealed to the king what will take place in the future, so the dreams the dream is true and its interpretation is trustworthy. But I was Where just... Where are you at? Sorry? Which, which chapter is that? The chapter 4 and verse um, 44 and 45. I'm sorry, because my... my uh, uh, Is it I, 4? No, sorry. Sorry, maybe it's not 4. 2, 2, 2. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say my 4 only goes up through verse... 20 something. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. I was in four. It's chapter two, chapter two, Daniel. Chapter ah, yes. Oh, yeah. That looks a lot better. Does it look better now? I'm sorry, man. No, no, that's quite all right. I just couldn't find you. So, you know, when, when I saw that, I, it like, it's like God saying, we, because we're part of the kingdom of God, the kingdom will destroy every kingdom. God will come and shatter every nation, every kingdom that Satan has set up, every government that doesn't comply with him. All the governments of the world will be shattered with a rod of iron. Wow. <laughs> because he says, just as you saw that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it crushed the iron, the bronze, which is each one is a is a kingdom, is a government of some sort, the silver and the gold. The great God is revealed to the king it will take place in the future. And that what will take place is that the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, never be destroyed. We're part of a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Even if we die, uh, we are citizens of an eternal kingdom. It doesn't matter, nor will its sovereignty be left for another people but it will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms and it will stand forever. And I'm telling you, this is when Satan offered Jesus, he said, all these kingdoms I will give you. And he showed him all the splendor and all the kingdoms of the world. And, he, and, and I really believe it wasn't just, you know, the city lights. It was all the kingdoms past, all the kingdoms future, all the, the ruling powers and all the, all the you know, dominions of, of the earth, all the systems, all the cosmos, all the institutions of the earth, past, present, and future. And he said, all of this I will give you if you just bow down and worship me. And Jesus right. said, you will bow down and worship the Lord your God only, and him you will serve. And it's like Jesus was saying, well, Jesus knew the strategy um, is that right. in, in a few, uh, in a few um, years, he was going to be, he was going to have a strategy that was going to influence and permeate like he's, like we spoke about last week, 
into every kingdom. And that's what it is, is the kingdom of God permeating everything and begins to destroy everything. It's it's awesome. It's interesting too, that the image that that Nebuchadnezzar saw, um, he says that the toes and the feet were part iron and part clay mixed. You know, they were mixed. The interesting thing about iron, it says that it says that a lot of it was strong as iron, but it says the problem was it was mixed with potter's clay or or divided. So yes. the here you got a you've got a foundation or a footing. These other kingdoms have a foundation or a footing that's mixed with earth or mixed with clay. It's mixed with just an earthy type mentality and everything else with the iron. And so when it was hit at the feet, it just destroyed it because there yep. was, there was no footing. There was no foundation. There was, there was nothing that, that you could stand anymore because yeah. there was no strength in the stance. Yeah. And that's, that's something we were also talking about earlier is going well earlier, a couple of months ago, <laughs> if you don't have the word of God as your foundation or your footing, there is nothing to stand on. If that's you're right. not building as the kingdom of God or with the kingdom of God, there is no footing. You become mixed part with clay, which is earth, which is, you know, it's just, it's just earth yeah. and, and with iron. So you've got a little bit of strength in there. You've got some pieces of strength. It's like sand, <clears throat> you know, built his house upon the sand. What is sand? It's little individual fragmented pieces of rock that yeah. have been tumbled and tumbled mixed with, earth and it it's impure it's yeah. something that's so mixed and so mingled and so and, and it's such a small particles whereas the the there was somebody that came and built their house dug deep built their house upon the rock yeah. and so i guess that's what i, I as you were talking about this i thought yeah because most everything else we've always built on is mixed it has a mingled a mingled seed part of it's of clay and part of it is of iron. We got some iron in there, but there's a the lot. Two don't of mix. No, you don't mix it. Yeah, the two yeah, don't the mix, two. and that's that's the problem. Is like is that it's fleshly, it's humanistic, but you know it's it's of the world, and yet, but but it it, it the ideologies, the 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 agendas cannot actually blend. No, not at all. A, a whole. Whereas the kingdom of God comes, the government of God comes into the earth, and it is one solid rock that's growing and crushing every uh, right. every other kingdom. <laughs> yeah, in fact, um, verse forty-three says they can't, they cannot cleave to one another. Well, that's they, it. They yeah. can't cling to one another. I mean, it doesn't work. So they are yeah, so that, separate. It, it, it in fact, the amplified says. Um, so they will combine with one another in the seed of men, but they will not merge for such diverse things or ideologies cannot unite, even as iron does not mix with clay. They cannot. They, crazy? Are, they, they, they all. And that's the thing is, you know, Satan has no way of bringing unity to any. Right. So they, this whole thrust for this universal reset, you know, global reset, um, that everything is going to be all, everybody's going to, now they, there's always a grab for power. There's always somebody that's lusting for power, always, that wants more right. power over somebody else. There's always that, because that is Satan's primary, um, his focus is power. 
And right. then, you know, you and I talk about this often is like the, th the very thing that, that they lust for, that they grab for, that they will manipulate for, you know, is the very thing that the Holy Spirit has given us. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Power from on high. Yeah. But it is from on high. It's not. Exactly. Yeah. I, there was this one lady one time that, uh, boy, this was years ago. Uh, she called me up uh, from a town that was probably about two and a half, three hours away uh, with another person that I knew. And, and this person that I knew said, Hey, uh, this, this lady wants the baptism of the Holy spirit. Can you help us with that? And I said, well, sure. You know, let's talk for a minute, see what's going on. She, all she kept saying was, I want the power. I need the power. I want power. And I finally asked her, I said, have you been involved in witchcraft at all? And she said, well, yeah, I was a witch up until, you know, just a few months ago or whatever. And my, my uh, uh, mother and my sisters are all witches. And I said, I think we need to uh, deal with some other things before, before we go. And, and I tell you what, she let out such a scream and just a wail. Uh, and uh, my, my buddy who had called up, hung up the phone. <laughs> I thought, well, that's interesting. Thank you very much. <laughs> they came over to the house then, you know, two and a half hour drive. Same type of thing, you know, where my buddy and, and this lady are downstairs with me. At, we had a two story house. And um, I, I just began to speak once again to her and, and just say, uh, this is what we need to do. We need to cast this out. She let out this scream my, my buddy took off ran up the stairs and i heard i heard my wife kids and and all his kids and his wife and everybody ran to the back of the house you know blah, 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 upstairs i thought great you guys leave me down here alone with this lady <laughs> and i said uh let me ask you this have you been involved in any psychotherapy or anything like that and she said well yeah, I was involved in primal scream therapy. Primal scream therapy. Okay. Well, this is this is part of what was coming out. So anyway, we end up casting that thing out and, um, you know, getting rid of that whole thing in her life. But you can't, you cannot mix the kingdom of God. You cannot say, hey, I just need the power. Hey, I just need this. If you still got a bunch of clay in there. I mean, yeah, God will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Yes, he'll, he will give you the Holy Spirit. But there's, there's certain things that he does. He watches for the heart first. He doesn't watch to see for the lust for power or whatever else. Oh, sure, I'll give you power. He doesn't do that. You know, he, he watches for the heart first. And whether or not this lady was even born again, I don't know at that time. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, you kind of... It's not up for me to judge, but I, I knew one thing. She had to confess that Jesus Christ was Lord and then, um, you know, get that thing taken care of, get that thing out of there. Yeah. So, but there is such a, there is such a mixture. And um, the, um, that kind of brings me to that uh, dream that I had a couple nights ago <laughs> that I called you about. Yeah. And because um, I dreamed that Joe Biden 
which whatever anybody wants him to represent, that's fine. I don't care at this point. It was a dream. Anyway, Joe Biden shows up and he's presenting these big boxes or these presents that were delivered, but he personally is presenting them to not just to me, but to every person. Yeah. And he says, I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacemaker. And uh, pretty soon everybody around began to say the same thing. He's a peacemaker. He's a peacemaker. And uh, what I knew he was referring to was a scripture. I mean, as soon as I awakened, I, I remember that blessed are the peacemakers for they shall inherit the earth. And immediately I began to realize that it wasn't his intent to be a peacemaker. His intent behind it was to inherit the earth. So like you said, the lust for power, it wasn't a matter of, of, Hey, I want to come here. I want to give you something or I want to bring you peace. There was a motive behind it. There was an intent behind it. There was a mixture. There was such a, an evil undertone to it. And you felt this being sucked in. It was almost like a, a backdraft where you're being sucked right along with it. And, um, you know, the, the intent was, is to inherit the earth. And I thought, man, what an evil plot. I'm going to get, and that's what you had spoken on uh, uh, we, last week sometime, uh, as far as just that whole thing about how to lead. You know, you, you lead by being a benefactor. Uh, you know, people lead because of what you give them. And, um, you know, there's a mixture in that. There's such a mixture right now that it's hard. It's not hard to distinguish what the kingdom of God is. It's just you, you've, you've got to know your you've got to know your king. <laughs> Otherwise you can get sucked right along with everything That's else. Right. Well, I just posted in, in the, in the um, uh, Facebook group, uh, kingdom leadership equipping this morning um, that, you know, God never, ever, his goal was never to uh, establish a religion. Right. You know, and one of the threats that we have in the world right now, and you know, wherever, whatever nation you're in is that, you know the threat is is to the meetings to our to our meetings to our institution to our buildings to um you know that kind of thing and but that and that's what Rooney gave me encouragement this morning was that the god of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed nor will its right. sovereignty be left to for another people but it will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms and it will stand forever and and the the goal of God was uh, rulership through um, through relationship, not through religion. Right. right. And so, as kingdom citizens, we've got to know our Father. We've got to know the King. We've got to know the King's nature, the King's view, the King's vision, the King's mission. We've got to we've got to understand the King's strategy. We've we've got to know the King. And the only way to know the king, because a lot of people are trying to, you know, it's like you can come to America and you can say y'all and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't make you American. Doesn't make I, you know, Texan heard, either. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people in, in, in Africa trying to talk uh, with an American accent. It doesn't make them American. <laughs> you know, it's like they're still African. And, yeah. um, you know, just because you eat burgers and fries doesn't make you an American. Um, you know, you can you can even have your photo taken with one of the governors. It doesn't make you American, right? But when you when you become a citizen and you begin to um, 
and you begin to adhere to the 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 um, the laws and the precepts and the the principles of America, and you 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 begin to know the Constitution of America. That's when you become American. Yeah, there was a heart. Uh, initially, there was a heart behind America. There still is. There's a spirit of America. There's a heart of America. There's something that's behind it. It, it not. It goes beyond an ideology. Yes. It was birthed for a certain reason, right. and to become an American, that's the type of attitude. That's the heart that you. That's the very first. When you look at um, wisdom, hath builded her house. She hath hewn out her seven pillars. One of the seven Hebrew words that is used uh, for wisdom in, in Proverbs is the word lab, which means the heart of the matter. Mm. So God begins to look on the heart of the matter. And unless somebody has the heart of it, like in a business or an American or what, if you don't have the heart of an American, if you don't have the heart of that business in mind or in purpose, if you don't take upon yourself the heart of that business, you're not going to benefit that business. Right. If you don't take upon yourself the heart of the kingdom of God, you're not going to benefit the kingdom of God. It's not just a mindset. It's the actual heart of it. It's the heartbeat of it. It's the thought and the intent, the purpose and the motive behind everything that is done in that country or in that kingdom. Right. And so to become a part of that, uh, to have your heart changed into that or birthed into that, that's where a person becomes American. That's where a person becomes a part of that society or that even the business model, because you talk to a lot of businessmen. That's one of the things I used to look for whenever I hired somebody before I would promote them or before I would give them a raise. It wasn't just how hard they worked. I wanted to see what their heart was. Yeah. You know, not would they give their heart to me, but what was their heart? Was it to, to actually create what we're creating? Uh, was it actually to uh, maintain the same standard and the same whatever that we were trying to maintain? I mean, it was the heart of it, not just the fact can the guy shovel dirt? You know, I mean, that wasn't the issue. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and that's part of that mingling you look for. You don't look for, in fact, it says that's one of the things God doesn't like <laughs> is a mingled seed. He hates that. He hates a mingled, anything mingled. He doesn't want a mingled seed. So you can't do it your ways. In fact, he said, Lord, Lord, didn't we do all these things in your name? Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I did not know you. Like you said, it goes back to relationship. And uh, Satan is so obsessed with negating that very relationship, negating the heart of that, to where now you're so apart from whatever that you look at them and you don't say, hey, that person's Christ-like. You look at them and say, eh, he's a good person. Yeah, good, you know, being good, paying your tithe, going to meetings doesn't create a relationship. No, no. Uh, it's, it, and that, that is, so, the, the, you know, Satan can steal your religion, but he cannot steal your relationship. Right. 
And I, I, I sent you, I sent you that video clip from YouTube about those two ladies from, from Iran. I don't know if you watched it, but um, back, this is going back a few years ago, and it's still happening you now. That? Um, I sent, yeah, I sent, I can't remember, but I sent it to you um, a couple of, um, a couple, about two weeks ago. That's okay. Off. Send yeah. it again if you don't mind, please. Okay. Ah, sure. And, and what it is, is they were giving their testimony about how God saved them um, and God spoke to them to go back to Iran to preach the gospel. They were only 17 years old, 18 years old. And wow. they go back and um, into Iran. And so they realized that, you know, they like praying, God, show us what to do, what to do. And, and um, they're not getting, you know, they're not. They don't know how to reach people, but then they realized the Bibles that were available was not the the true Word of God, like you know, like we read it. It's it's a manufactured one just to appease just to people. get it out there. Yeah. yeah. So what they did was they contacted pastors here in the West, and um, these guys had to you know, like work ways to ship off Bibles to them. But anyway, they got, and they started distributing Bibles and they started showing Jesus movie in people's homes and stuff like that. Next thing, the secret police are at their door, arrest them both, throw them in a done in like a, a basement cell kind of thing and started um, torturing them, threatening to kill them every day and whatever else. And, but these girls just, they, 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 in the situation, they're going, okay, what, um, you know, it's it's dire. We they they haven't. I think it, I, I don't know how long and how many months they couldn't shower or anything like that. And um, and uh, and then they're going like, we are here. What what does God want with us here? You know. And they said, well, here we've got a captive audience, <laughs> and and um, because all the prostitutes get thrown in there, and uh, and you know people that that the government doesn't like throw this, throws them in there. So they started preaching, and these. These uh, girls and ladies um, and, and criminals, basically, well, you know, according to the government, um, were criminals. Um, they started right. preaching to them. They're getting saved and they're getting full of the Holy Spirit, crying out to God. And, and I mean, just like a revival <laughs> happening in the prison. And the thing is, she, wow. she says that the one thing, they threaten them every day. And she said, but the one thing they can take away our religion, you know, because they obviously are religious, you know, being right, right, ex, you know, not ex, but being having been in the religion of Iran, um, they were religious. And they said, all of that can be taken away, but it doesn't give you a life. And they said, but for relationship, you're prepared to die for a relationship. They can, they can't take away that conviction that I love the king, the king loves me, you know, you can't take that away. And and right. she said, that's the heart of it. The heart of it. Exactly, exactly. And that that's the thing is, you know, Paul says this. He says, we um, we once regarded Jesus in the flesh as a man, but no more. Um, you know, we don't regard him as a man anymore because we know the heart of the, of the King. And he goes, and so we regard right. no man anymore after the flesh either. So it's not the works that man can do, not how he fulfills things. It's not uh, how well he does things. It's who he is in right. heart, you know? So that's our connection. And that's what we need to search for. Of course, we come back to Matthew chapter six thirty three. Jesus said, seek first 
the kingdom of God. Right. And so we've first got to align with his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto us, you know. So right. it's that alignment of our heart with his heart, alignment of our priorities with his priorities, alignment of of how we live to his law and the law of love. I'm talking about the, the how the kingdom, of, how that government operates. And that's why right. I get to the point where they go, you know, you you have to reject Christ. You can't. You, you just can't because I'm aligned with something far greater than you. Right. And so, you know, I, I love a guy, Rick Godwin, said many years ago, he said, um, your weapon is to kill me. My weapon is to die. Yeah. Because so, I'm not afraid of death, you know. So it doesn't matter what you do. I am a kingdom citizen. My ki Our kingdom goes on and on and on. And that kingdom will never be destroyed. <laughs> wow. God, it will never be destroyed, you know. Yeah. And the second word that you're talking about, this is suppression, which is the enemy is going to try then because he's so obsessed with taking that away. And the first thing he comes for, of course, is the word. He yeah. comes immediately to steal the word, which gives you your footing. It gives you your foundation. It gives you that firm iron in your legs to where you have a firm stance. There's yeah. no more mixture with clay. But yeah. then he begins to suppress you to just quiet your voice because frankly you don't know anymore yeah. you don't know anymore what is really truth yes. you don't know anymore about is it god's will to heal for example you know you don't know anymore some of these things uh, i like how it says that i think it's in isaiah 9 it says that the assyrian the first thing he does which is the enemy he comes, <laughs> he comes in and removes the bounds of the people, the boundaries of the people. And then he reaches into their nest and steals their eggs and says, nobody moved the wing or opened the mouth or peeped hmm. because the first thing he did was remove the boundaries. Right. He suppressed them by, they don't even know anymore how far the reaches of the kingdom of God are let alone what the what the boundaries are to where you can delineate between that and what's going on in the world you don't know anymore yeah. so he begins then to suppress you suppress your voice suppress your ideas suppress everything yeah. at that point and then he can come to that point like you said of oppression where now you're so oppressed there's no way you can get up and do anything that's right and the worst is is that oppressors oppress right you know it's like woe to the land when when the slave becomes a king because because uh the oppressed becomes an oppressor and so the thing about it is is if we if we allow ourselves to be oppressed in our thinking oppressed in our convictions oppressed in our and, you know, and that's why Jesus came to set us free. Yesterday I spoke about this, is that the first Adam came and God gives him uh, rulership and gives him dominion and authority. The last Adam comes and brings life. That's right. To give life to death, you know. So, yeah. like, the first Adam lost it. The, the last Adam comes and gives it back. And so we don't have to live in oppression. We don't have to live in suppression. We don't have to live in, in, in obsession. Uh, we, 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 we are free. You know, we are right. free. We've been translated out of the tyranny 
out of the rulership, the minion of darkness and been translated into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have forgiveness of sins. Right. So you all know, could, you, away. could you imagine <clears throat> being in a thing where now all of a sudden, uh, for instance, I am your spiritual father. Okay. Just for instance, I, I'm not, but you know, just for instance, and I've got a group of guys, about five or six of them. Now they're all sitting at my feet. They don't dare speak up. They don't dare have an opinion. They don't dare have a voice. They don't dare have, you know, for fear of being wrong. They just don't. But what if that same scenario where I come in with that same group of guys and begin to draw out of them? Counsel is bound up in the heart of man, but a man of understanding will draw it from them. They've been a fountain shut up in a garden enclosed so long. What if I begin to draw out of them what the spirit of Christ is? What if you begin to speak, not only speak into their lives, but begin to draw back out of them what Christ is saying to them, what's going on in their lives, what's happening, and begin to find out what is in there and begin to draw that out and bring them back to life? What It's a totally different thing because one is operating by the by the last Adam, which is bringing life. And the other one is, is leading them more into oppression. Yes. I'm going to bring you under. And now for the rest of your life, you're under me, you're under mine, you're under whatever, undermine, undermined. <laughs> you're under me. You're, you're, that's the order of our relationship. And Whereas what, what if the order of my relationship is to come under you and lift you up to Christ? What, what happened to that order? Well, that's it. And that's the thing is it's empowerment. Empowerment is to raise and release. Right. And that's what the church has failed to do in many instances. They they've raised up people that agree with them, release them into franchising who, who I am, not what right, right, is. right. The kingdom is to raise and release. That's why I think, you know, Jesus was really a master at this. Who do you say that I am? He wasn't looking for affirmation. He didn't need it. He was looking to draw out their insights. And he goes, you feed them. Right. (laughs) It's like, how are we going to feed them? You know, you you do that, you know. And it's like, he was drawing out of them. Where is your faith? Why aren't you commanding the storm um, to be quiet? You right. know, what manner of man is this? You know, this is like it's not about me; it's about you. He was drawing it out of them uh, to empower them to begin to walk in it. You go preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And right. Raise the dead, cast out devils. You know, and so so he was imp- always raising them and releasing them. The thing about it is, it's easy to suppress. It's easy to oppress. People that have no voice. We've lived through that. I've seen right. that so many times that when the main leader is removed, everybody falls apart. Jesus never, and that's why I just really have a problem with, with trying to get people to uh, adhere and align with my vision. Right. My thing. Right. You know, I mean, then we talk about that often is because I don't see Jesus doing that. He presented them the gospel of the kingdom. Right. Not the gospel of Jesus Christ ministry incorporated and sons. You know, it just like didn't happen. You know, you know what the word Nike means? You know, Nike like the tennis shoe. To oppress by force and domination. Yeah. 
so it's a Greek word. And to oppress by force and domination. And it says the, the doctrine, the Nicolaitans, which I hate. Nicolaitans comes from two different, two Greek words as a conjunction. Nike or Nike and Laetan, which means the common person, the common folk. Just in the whole ideology of what that is, we've got somebody who is common. We've got somebody who's more common than I am. They don't have what I've got. They are just the common folk. Yeah. The laity, the whatever. And not a but then they have, yes. Yeah. And then there's me. But you're going to be oppressed, you know, because of force and domination. I'm going to oppress you because I see you as somebody who is less. Yeah. And I wonder if that's why Christ said to him, um, you know, see, uh, don't don't take every man's don't see them like the world sees them. Don't see them as somebody less than. In fact, see yourselves as less than so yeah, that you can lift somebody else up. Yes. It's not it's not seeing every man as as though they're lesser than whatever you've got and your understanding and your your revelation. No, you find out what's in them and you bring them up unto Christ. It's that's the purpose that we've got. It's not Absolutely. well, that's what Jesus said. He said that the, the rulers of the Gentiles exercise they lord they lord they lord it over them and exercise authority over them. Over, yeah, over them. Yeah. That, that is the gen, gentile mentality uh yeah. of, of rulership and of um but and he said, but it's not to be that way with you. <laughs> yeah, not to be. It's not, not to be that way with you. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't no. do it, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then, then it's it's not your way. It's not the way I present. That was like the key thing to me in, in be developing kingdom leadership equipping. Right. It's, it's just, that, just that philosophy right there is, is of of a sense is it's not to be that way with you. And what do we see all the time is right. this lordship over you know, domination of manipulation, seductions of right. people, uh, obsession, suppression, and oppression. Right. I've seen, I've seen ministers, leaders of the church, oppressing people. I've seen it. And I'm just like, when, when when your voice is taken away, when as soon as you speak up, you are taken down, you are, right. uh, you know, when you are um, oppressed, <laughs> when you are shut down, right. when you're intimidated to not speak, when you don't have the freedom, because right there is growth, right there is the ability right. to grow and to mature is when you're able to express yourself, right, right. or wrong. And, you know, it's not about me to sit there and say, look, you know, look how mature I am. Look how idiotic you are. You know, you wait to simple. That's that is, just in itself is oppressive. <laughs> is that, you know, when you think you're so highly um, exalted and so spiritual that everybody else's voice is non, non-significant or insignificant. Just right. Your voice is greater than theirs. And you'll let people know that is rooted and grounded in tremendous insecurity, tremendous. Right. And what you're going to do is intimidate people to protect your throne. That's what you do. 
you you so intim you so scared of losing your position right that you will intimidate you will dominate you will oppress and suppress everything around you you will use force to in fact Im impose it on people so that your throne is and when i see that when i and then when you can't win an argument you walk away right <laughs> You know, right there, you got to know the agenda is not to raise and release. The agenda yeah. there is control. Yeah. Even when you begin to hear the, the terminology of the order of this relationship is. Yes. That is a not just suppression, but that's the beginning of. Well, it is suppression. Yeah. It's to suppress your voice. It's to it's to say, look, I'm greater than. You're lesser. There's an order in this relationship. It's no longer brotherhood under Christ the King. It's it's there's an order to our relationship. Right. It's like I'm the general, you're the private, and you know, you're we're the not going to have. Yeah, not yeah. As spiritual as me. <laughs> right, right. But whatever that is, is the order of the relationship. Yeah, there there is. You recognize things in spirit, just like you did with the gentleman in South Africa. There's things that you recognized about, about who he was to you in your life at that time. And you begin to draw from him, but he didn't, he didn't usurp that place as Christ over your life. He, he went ahead and, and imparted to you different things but it's like christ he never did say i'm your father he said let me show you who he is let me show you the father the order of his relationship was he was the firstborn among many brethren he wasn't he wasn't it wasn't a hierarchical institution he was establishing and um yes he is the king of kings and the lord of lords but the issue is king of kings I want you with me, seated at my right hand, right. in heavenly places. Uh, it's not, it's not. I guess that's the thing that bothers me is is we're we're in that place of suppression. So often we find ourselves in that place. You know those three words that you said, because the uh, the objective is the oppression. The objective is uh, I'm going to inherit the earth. I'm going to inherit all of these abilities to where now I'm over everybody and everybody has to listen to what I say. Most guys, <coughs> pardon me, choked up. Most guys that I see on the Facebook stuff and things like that, the very first thing they begin to do whenever they're setting up their ministry or their Facebook stuff, they put their picture on there standing behind a lectern thumbing through the Bible or preaching or teaching something. It isn't about Christ. That isn't. That's about what I think that I am. It's not giving you anything. So you know what the rest of everything else that they do is. You know it's about them, their gift, what they've got, and, and it's not about bringing you up into the fullness and stature of Christ. It's me doing my ministry. It's me doing what I'm called to do, bless God. And it has nothing to do really with you, except the fact that you become one of the number now that I'm, that I'm supposed to be over. Yeah. So I guess that's the thing that bothered. And that's why when you said those three things, I, I wrote them down because I thought, you know, that's, 
those three words is the progression that he does that satan does because his whole obsession is is to make sure that you're not under that king but you come under something else you come under a different kingdom you come under a different way stay under that way <laughs> yes stay under the way yeah, yeah. out of the way <laughs> out of the way and that's yeah. you know, that's the thing is like we we can be part of, we've been translated into the kingdom of light right which is clarity which is uh you know i can see i have revelation i have transformation but still be living like we are under the kingdom of darkness right yeah part of iron part of clay our yeah. footing yeah that's it so we are divided you know and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and right you know, i by no means do do i sit here and, and think that i've got it all together i'm I mean, I oh, see no. something like verse 44 today and I'm going, I, you know, I want, I want to get it more. I want to understand yes. it more. I, you know, it's, 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 it's fine to know. It's fine to acknowledge that I'm there, but do I really know it? Do I, might, and I, you know, Michelle and I were talking this morning and it's just like the things that are going on in the world and, and in this country, it's just the things are being exposed that, um is just amazing i mean we knew it was there but it's being exposed now with this whole um with this whole thing with the hedge fund managers and and um, you know the hedge funds and so you've got these elitist people that live in a little bubble in the world and and have no consideration for anybody else and get protected by everybody it, all these things are being exposed and what it's revealing is the system the 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 the, the ungodly system that's that's operating around us all the time and you know, we were just saying is like, but the the nature of God is not fear. The characteristic of God is not fear. We made in the image of God, not to look like right. Him, but right. in His in His characteristics, in His substance, in who right. He is. And and fear is not part of that. So right. we so that's why Jesus says, don't be take anxious thoughts, saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? Because after these things, the heathen who are removed who have removed themselves from God and removed themselves from the kingdom. That's what they say. They scrounge for those things. They have to have it. They've got to do. And, and, and the more power they have, the more they think they've got it. And the more they think they've got it, the more power they think they have. But he says, seek ye first. Seek first as priority the kingdom of God. Align with that. Align with his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things are part of his kingdom. It's all added to you. And I said, you know, the amazing thing is, is that in the midst of all of this, what we've got to do, we've got to align ourselves with the kingdom. To align with the kingdom, we've got to know the kingdom, understand the kingdom, and begin to live the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about right, ministry. Right. I'm not talking, that's not kingdom. We got to understand that, you know. I think you said that uh, two weeks ago, last week, is that the church is not the kingdom. We are not the kingdom. Right. We, we have the kingdom. We in the kingdom. We bring the kingdom, but we are not it. Right. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is a place with a government, with a king, a monarchy, with a political system, an economic system, a medical system. It has it has its own laws, principles, etc. And we've got to align with that. And right. the more we align with them, that's our, our. Um, I don't want to say salvation. Maybe it is because working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. But yeah, that it, is true. It's we're working out our salvation here in this crazy, 
dark kingdoms of this world that try to uh, suppress and oppress us. And we've right. got to begin to realize that we're not part of it. We're in it, but we're not part of it. We've got to influence it. And we don't have to fear it. We don't have to be intimidated by it. We are kingdom citizens. Right. You know, that that's where it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's one Greek word to work out. It's one Greek word, which means literally, it's a word picture, okay? The word picture, the actual definition means engage with in order to do. But the word picture in it is something else is already in motion. Mm. And you engage like with a clutch, you engage your gear into that which is already in motion. Wow. So, so it's not just you working it out or you trying to figure it out. Something is already in motion. The kingdom of God is already moving. It's already in motion. And yeah. you simply engage with that. You let out the clutch and you engage with that in order to do. And wow. that's a whole different picture than you trying to figure it out, work it out, make it happen, whatever. He's already doing it. <laughs> it's already being done. He has a way. There's a way that seemeth right unto man and the end thereof is death. But Christ is the way, yes. the truth and the life. So yeah. there is a way, you know, <clears throat> and it's already in motion. And just to engage with that in order to fulfill his purpose and his life and his whatever. I mean, that's, that's now standing on a firm footing because we know something that's already in motion. The kingdom of heaven is already at hand. It's already moving. It's already in place. And now just engage with it in order to do it. I mean, exactly. that's a whole different way of life at that point. That's right. I mean, you know, don't pay attention to, to what's going on. I mean, we're paying attention because we, we need to know what's going on around us, but we right. don't live by it. That's the thing right. is we're not intimidated by it. You know, we, we don't fear what's going on. It is going on. It's a, it's a Luciferic initiative that, is, is, um, that has been birthed in, into the kingdoms, the institutions of this world. But the right. kingdom of God will not be destroyed. You're mm. part of that kingdom. And so we... You know, it's, there's hope in this whole thing. Glory to right. God. I well, mean, there's a reason exciting. that Satan is called the prince of this world. Right. And the word world, of course, is a honor world system. Yes. So if Satan is the prince of this world system, why do we keep trying to build part of iron right. or the kingdom of God and part of whatever we think this world system is that we can adapt to fit whatever it is that we're trying to build? We right. can't do that anymore. Yeah. You right. can't, we can't keep doing that no. because if say, how can you, how can you produce what the kingdom of God produces when you, when you're operating by the principles of the prince of this world? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the point is that you cannot do it. You cannot do it. You cannot lead like that. You cannot run your, your, your things like that. You know, let me tell you something. I, you know, the thing that I'm really excited about is that, is that you, maybe it's been drought. Maybe it's been dry. Maybe it's been difficult. But I'm telling you, now's the time. Now is the right. time when, right. when, you know, is, is last, last, last story, last story. Is that, 
Go ahead. The Jews were in Egypt and they were in, um, uh, what was the place called? Um, I can't remember. But they were in, in, in some part of the Egypt. And, and the Egyptians were the elites. They, they, were the, they had this whole system, the Egyptian system going, and, and they suppressed and oppressed the Jewish people. And then along comes, along comes um, God's <laughs> condemnation of their gods. And so now comes the plagues. Do you know that every plague did not go to the people, to the Jewish people in their, where they lived? Not one. So even when intense darkness came, it was, it was a supernatural darkness. It was so dark that even if they lit a candle, it didn't light up anything. Wow. It, it was supernatural darkness. And they had supernatural light in the land where they, they lived, where the Jewish people lived. And I want to tell you something is that even now, it might, might have been oppression, suppression um, up until now. But now's the time when God's going to give supernatural ideas, supernatural opportunities, businesses. He's going to give you uh, insights, revelations. He's going to give you favor. He's going to give you ability to connect, to engage. If you're aligned with his kingdom, which, which I know you do, otherwise you wouldn't be watching this, but uh, and I'm not talking to you, Steve. I'm, I'm, you better align them. <laughs> 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 um, but... but um, I just really sense this, you know, is that God's right. going to do an incredible thing in these times. Don't fear it. Don't fear these times. Um, I don't think everybody really understands what's happening, um, how much it's it's coming. They're all still happy and having a party and thinking this is all wonderful. Um, there's there's things coming that you get that's going to be uh, 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 really a trial. It's going to be a test. It's going to be pressure. But the thing about it is, in the midst of this, I want to tell you is that God is going to do incredible things because the God of heaven has set up a kingdom that will never That's be right. And its sovereignty will not be left to another people, another government, uh, nobody else, but it will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms and it will stand forever. That's and God right. will stand in the midst of all of this. You know, that's our hope. I'm... I'm excited in the midst of all of this. I, I'm excited. And, you know, what, whatever the future holds, I know the kingdom of God never ends. And I am part of that kingdom. Glory to God. Yeah. So are you. <laughs> so thank you for being with us again. Uh, that is um, a wrap for today. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you, Steve, for your time. And, thank you. Uh, hey, we, we look forward to uh, connecting during the week, um, wherever you are. Um, Steve is posting stuff all the time in the in the Facebook group, so please catch it in the Facebook group um, articles he puts out all the time. Be in connection with him um, every day. I think he writes a little something to make, get you to think about something. And then whenever I have something on my heart, I um, go live in the Facebook group. I don't schedule anything because I, I, I really struggle with that. I just like people go, <laughs> why don't you schedule stuff? I, I, when I schedule it, then I, you know, for me, it's like it comes to me and I just jump on. So you've got to get in the group. You've got to stay there, be up to date, watching what's going on, engage with us, send us questions, etc. cetera. Uh, please join the Facebook group, the Kingdom Leadership Equipping, and, uh, and see what's happening there. You know, ask questions, fire away your comments. We love to hear from everybody and we love to hear 
your your um, insights as well um, and any questions we we'd love to answer any questions that may come up as well at this time all right you mind if i bring up that idea that you had last week what's that not last week but several months ago now but you it even got you even more last week uh just as far as having a small group of us get together do like what you and i are doing but just talk about some different isolated subjects that that pertain to what's going on in people's lives right now so yeah. it's like a um what, what what was it you were calling it it's like awesome. a brainstorming session or a masterminds yeah and just getting together and discussing these things with five to ten of of you out there but if yeah. there are people that are interested in that please contact sean or or the uh kingdom leadership equipping uh facebook group and just let us know that that would be of interest to you because that's something that that we're doing it anyway but yeah. we would love to have you aboard if you want to right. do that right yeah we, we'd love to take our time um, even if it's just once a month, just to yeah. just to have a a a, um, a time of of, um, of fellowship and and uh, just hearing what God's saying. You know, we don't have all the answers, but we can definitely help and guide um, you to and look it up. <laughs> so um, that's what it's about. All right. So thanks for being with us again. Really appreciate you. Until next time, this is Sean and Steve saying God bless you. I got a call coming in, Steve. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. See. All right. Bye. Bye.